Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest stuff. The Ingenuity Show. Hello and welcome to the Ingenuity Show Special Edition. Our fake sponsor this week is Mime Raft. Pretend like you're floating down a river. I'm Mr. Mr. Divinity. Oh, I forgot to say who we were. <laughs> I'm Mr. Pold, and this I'm is Divinity. And together we are no the sillier of the the bunch. Oh, probably. <laughs> um, All right. So you may have noticed that there's two shows this week. <laughs> it's not because we're having a fight, but our work schedules conspired against us. Yes. So DVD and I are working a swing shift, which last... working a, what's it called? Like graveyard? Yes, but he's sleeping right now. Right. <laughs> yep. So we've been going in. What like when do you go in? Like, like about three, two thirty three. Two thirty. Yeah. Been going in at two thirty, and I get to leave at eleven. You have to stay till what? One thirty. Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Okay. Either till twelve thirty. Two thirty to twelve thirty last night. Cool. Um, for the next two weeks, for me. I only have to do it this week, so. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm ten percent done. <laughs> well. <laughs> But it hasn't been too extremely bad. I mean, the time flies by at work, just probably just because I'm working on this huge um, analysis calculation okay. thing. So it's taking all my time and thought, which makes normal time just not exist. <laughs> I could see I'm, that. I'm almost worried that I was going to work just all through the night and forget to go home. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I've actually done that where I was working really hard on something, looked up, and I totally like was there later than I thought it was. Yeah, not at well, night. Working nights because by the time the end of that comes around, I'm ready to go. But <laughs> especially when there's no one else in my office, 
Oh, right. And so, yeah, I have, there's nothing there to tell me what time it is. And I have no idea when to start eating dinner. <laughs> I've oh, just yeah, been I doing to, it when I feel hungry. I try to set it like five hours after I get there. I'm oh, okay. there for 10 hours, so I figured that's about the right time. Unless I get really hungry, then I'll eat early. <laughs> well, and so, plus, the software I have to use is on the uh, really awesome computer. Here's one of those in our office. Oh, that's cool. So I'm kind of switching between that one and my normal computer. Yeah, it feels like most of our programs that I use have been getting slower, like since I've started here or working hmm. where I'm working now. Um, I don't know why, but and then I did <laughs> some training last night and then I couldn't print my training certificate. It was like locking up my computer. Oh, man. Anyways, lots of fun. <laughs> so this week we are going, the two of us anyway, are going to talk about Minecraft. I figure and since uh, St. Jimmy and Master Zed don't really dabble in Minecraft much. Yeah. Um, and don't turn off the podcast just because you don't play Minecraft. <laughs> I didn't well, play I guess Minecraft my entire life. so I guess you can. You can listen to the other one. But I prefer you listen to both of our shows. <laughs> well, yeah. So are they are they going to be the official one and and we're the special one? Well, they're recording on the normal time, I guess. Okay, so I guess we're special. So we're special. I think I'm special. <laughs> I've been told I was special my whole life. Actually, so that's should... not true. <laughs> I think so you were the we... special one. Tell the listeners that don't know what Minecraft is, what it is. <laughs> so if you go back to original like Nintendo days, there's like um, pixelated or pixel based graphic video games, right? Yeah, like, like Mario. Super Mario Brothers. And then um, when 3D came around, they started using polygon based 3D mm-hmm. where they would, you know, skin things with polygons. Um, instead of going the way they could have possibly gone, which was just taking a pixel and three, making it 3D. Now, the the thing about Minecraft seems like it's really simple because the graphics look simple. But if you think about how complex it is, there's way more data that's required for Minecraft than for a normal open world polygonal based. Um, because each pixel is a block in there, which equates to, I think, a meter by a meter. That's what because they're. That's what I take Swedish. it by. Um, I'm an American, so I go yard by yard. So I figure, or three feet. Um, <laughs> but did you have what each of those things has? Was it eight vertices, six faces, twelve triangles, and each face has its own bitmap that goes to it, and then each one also has its own shading value as far as how much lights on it. There's a lot of data, and then you take that and put it into a world that's basically infinite if you're on a computer one. Mm-hmm. And the processing power required for that makes it a game that had to be done this late in the computer era, I would think. Wow, that's but, a different explanation than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> 
So basically, it's a. I like what to I think of it as adult Legos, like or computer Legos, where I can do no, whatever what, I what want. I, what I was going to say is, it's an open world. <laughs> you start as a human. Well, you you are always a human. You well, start as a human. Kid. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, what happens when you start the game up? You appear in a landscape. And there's they're called biomes in Minecraft, but they have different, you know, like terrains desert, or climates. Mountains, yeah, taiga. Usually, I think it seems like I usually start in like a grassland type area or something. I started the one that has like what is it, acacia trees? Oh yeah, with the new Savannah. version up on top of a um, kind of a peak of a mountain. Okay, and like- so what you do is you can collect resources. Do you start and, by and, punching a tree? <laughs> That's usually what everyone does. Because uh, you, you start with nothing, just the clothes on your back. No tools, yeah, just your so fists. You, you, can, you collect resources, you can turn those resources and things, you can build. Um, yeah, the reason you're punching a tree is so you can get wood, you can make a crafting table out of wood. Crafting table allows you to make a whole lot of stuff that you can't make without it. Recipes, yeah. Yeah. And... There is an end to the game. You it took can... me a long time to get to it because I've never <laughs> tried for a long time. So the way you win is you find and kill the Ender Dragon. And that rolls the credits. But you can keep playing after that. That's the basics of it. Yeah. it's. I know people have complained that there's nothing to do. <laughs> but they just don't have enough um, imagination. So everyone I, gets AutoCAD out to draw plans for their Minecrafting. Yeah, no one, not everyone does that. <laughs> <laughs> but some of us do. I don't use AutoCAD, but I use graph paper usually. But <laughs> I, I found out that actually for like making uh, a lot of stuff that um, paint works really well. So you take any image oh, yeah. and you can change the pixels. Like you can, so it's 64 by 64. Uh-huh pixels and then each one of them could be a block i've done that for making patterns for things yeah so what you're talking about is in the game you can create maps that show your surroundings like from above but also like i made a maze so i found a picture of a maze i liked and then changed it to the right number of pixels i wanted to make this the size and then you can just build it based off of yeah, so anyway, you can, if you, the blocks have different colors, like grass blocks, sand blocks, you can even dye blue. Um, and so you can use Minecraft as anyway. paint. Yeah, so then you can <laughs> arrange all those blocks in a, an order so that when you open the map, there's a picture. And you can hang the map up on a wall so that you can make it pictures on the wall. Oh, anyway, sure. that's getting pretty deep into it. But let's let's just go basic here. How did you get into Minecraft? So my kids, I remember one of my kids came to me. He's like, Dad, I want, can we buy this game? And he needed my permission or whatever to download it. And mm-hmm. I thought, I saw the name Mojang and I was like, that seems sketchy. Because <laughs> it was a time where, you know, the kids... Oftentimes, we're infecting my computers with viruses, definitely oh, right. download games or whatever. So, I did a Google search and figured out what it was. Um, it looked legit then. I guess after I looked at it, I was like, okay, you want to play this weird looking, like, simplistic block game? <laughs> game? Okay. 
Um, I don't think it was very expensive when I we got it for the kids. And I try to give my kids what they want. So I played it for a long time. And uh, I think that they talked me into it finally. I think they had a version that was also on the, the PlayStation. I think that's the first one I played. Because we had a bunch of people together and they're like, hey, Dad, you want to play? And I was like, I guess I can play. So then there, I started and I was like, it was really strange. I was like, this is yeah. awesome. <laughs> so they talked me through how to make my um, first base. It seems like there's three or four people on at the same time. And then talked me through my first nighttime because that's when all the monsters show up. Yes, there and are monsters have in the game. A base set up before that so that you can survive the first night. Yeah, a, a lot of times the way it goes is you're trying to build some kind of shelter. You're trying to build a bed because if you have a bed, you can sleep through the night and not have to fight the monsters. But to build a bed, you need wood and right. um, wool from sheep. So you're running around looking for sheep and then you realize, oh, shoot, I've been running too much. So my hunger, there's a hunger right. bar. <laughs> my hunger is depleted. I need to eat something or <laughs> so then you're like, where do I find food? And yeah, and I think my first base was I dug into a dirt mound, mm-hmm. put a door on it. <laughs> um, they showed me how to make like torches. And then I didn't have a bed for a while i think i think so and they were giving me some stuff yeah um but it's been a long time now since i first played since started and everyone was building their own base or whatever and i was building i was i built my main area i was very simplistic and then started like tunneling down because mm-hmm. i had nothing else to do at the nighttime <laughs> you um, can't go outside there's scary monsters out there yeah that uh I was amazed at how quickly, though, I, like, was in the world, you know? Yeah, like, it's supposed. Yeah, wandering around at night when there's weird zombie noises, because we had the sound <laughs> on, and then things would come up and blow up on you, and then you'd get shot by these skeleton things. It was like, what is going on here? <laughs> this is weird. I re- remember when I first started, that skeletons were, like, the scariest thing. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Because <laughs> they would shoot you from a distance and you couldn't get close to them. And I was like, I'd always freak out. Now yeah, they're now, nothing. Yeah. But <laughs> and Spiders. Yeah, the spiders are horrible. <laughs> but then I think I played that and I thought, this is interesting. So it kind of piqued my interest. And I think then I got uh, the Windows version. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is the Pocket Edition. So it's... A little more. I mean, I think it's a little more shiny. Like the 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 pictures themselves are, or at the time, it looks smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still blocks, but you know, the, right. <laughs> so I played that, um, and I, there's different versions of the game. You can play creative, where there's the monsters can't hurt you, right? Um, and you can fly around wherever you want, and you can pick any block from the library. You, you don't block, have to find yeah. it. Or craft it. <laughs> I didn't play creative for a long time. Um, and I built some pretty crazy things. And I think I LFG, I think, had played Minecraft prior to I, me playing it. And he was excited when he found out I was playing it and he created a realm at some point. Right. That's where I got most of my in-depth playing time was in that realm. 
which mm-hmm. is now defunct, and I lost all the. I mean, I built the Jedi Temple. Oh yeah. <laughs> I built uh, the Boise State Capitol building. Yep, I built that in there. That was the first <laughs> thing I built. I think I had uh, Monticello was built in there. I had the <laughs> Washington Monument. I built um, Cat's Lair from Thundercats. Tower of Omens was in there. Um, what else did I build? I built a bunch of stuff. Uh, oh, I built like a big Pac-Man thing. Oh, right. I remember that. They could run around <laughs> as Pac-Man. Um, and I did that all in survival. <laughs> Which is survival, impressive. Yeah, there's monsters. You have to find all the blocks you use. Um, you have to mine a lot. Um, it's the name Minecraft. There's mining this right. map of it. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I didn't use a lot of resources for like making armor and things. Yeah. I just tried to sleep at night so the monsters weren't there. Um, but I had all kinds of horrible things happen with monsters. Like I built, <laughs> like I, when I built the, uh, one of the things I built, I just like flattened out an area. So there's a bunch of area underneath. And when you put a block over something blocking the light source, which is the sun, it yeah. gets dark and dark areas are where monsters spawn. So I was horrified when I went underneath my base. I think I dug through the floor the first time and fell in and there was uh-huh. these mobs everywhere. <laughs> And trying to survive and escape. Um, it was yeah, so in Minecraft, mobs are either monsters or animals, but they're entities that move around and interact with. That you. mob means something. I can't remember what the acronym is. It's like, um, oh, I can't remember what it is. I can probably look it up real quick. Yeah. So for me, um, it started when my first wife and I separated. And I was bouncing between your house and St. Jimmy's house for a few months. And when I was at St. Jimmy's house, I was, you know, bored. So I went to play a video game on his PlayStation and they had Minecraft on there. And so I tried that out. Um, I remember a little pulled gave me a lot of pointers when I was first starting. Um, I would play with your boys at your house when I stayed over at your house. <laughs> and then I moved in with LFG and he was really into Minecraft. Um, he had just started like a week or two before I moved in with him. <laughs> but he was going all out. So we I would started playing with him. And so, yeah, it just turned into something fun. I could play with my kids. Um so, mob means it's short for mobile ent- entity. Okay, it must be some kind of Scandinavian. Well, it's acronym. There, or? So, there's the pixelated blocks, right? Right. They're not mobile; they're static. Okay. The so monster is when it moves around, so it's mobile and it's yeah. an entity in the game, as opposed to a static entity, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and the different kind of monsters. There's just the normal zombie that, you know, just attacks you. They have skeletons that shoot arrows at you. They have um, spiders. Yep. And then... Uh, creepers. Creepers. Those are things that, when they get close to you, they explode. I heard they're supposed to be originally like a, like, supposed to be like a zombie pig or something. Because they have four legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they just look like this green camouflage thing and they make an interesting hissing noise when they get close to you before they explode almost like a fuse being lit 
Yeah. And so if you are playing without the sound on, <laughs> you could be surprised blown up. Um, if you're playing with the I sound the on, time. you hear the noise and then you're surprised blown up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And they usually like to blow up the things that you're meticulously trying to build. Yeah, that's the worst. Um, no, I had a recent. So outside of the main world, you have to go. There's a nether. So it's like the um, upside down and um, stranger things where you build a portal, you go in and it's all fire. Water can't exist. If you place water, it like evaporates. There's lakes of lava. If you try to put a bed down to sleep, if you touch the bed to sleep, it blows up. Um, but I made my portal, went through, and was immediately assaulted by a um, a ghast. Not okay. a ghast. What's this? The big floating. Um, is that a ghast? I, I think it is a ghast. But it shoots like fireballs at you, and it destroyed my portal. Oh yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I still had my phone still, so. I created another one, then went through it, and it put me like in my world, but like at level forty, so way underground in this little. Then <laughs> dig it back out. Then I made it, a... but I went back through my portal. It created a separate portal, like next to the first one that was destroyed. Yeah, as it got killed by the gas again. While I was trying to build a little shelter around my portal. <laughs> it was horrible. Like the portal mechanics away. are interesting sometimes. It was awful. So I ended so... up with three different portals that were. <laughs> Well, I recently had a problem like that, but yeah. Um, so you've talked about a few of your gigantic builds. What do you think the biggest thing that you've built? <laughs> Some of the biggest things I think I know you went out and listed a bunch of them, but so uh, probably the biggest in footprint size is I built the Black Pyramid from Thundercats. Yeah, including the sarcophagus inside with the little pool that Mumra, you know, has and the ancient spirits of evil statues on the inside. Mm -hmm. Um, It's enormous. I built that twice (laughs) to completion, I think, or to what I consider completion. Um, Probably right now, the one I have right now in my realm that I created is my favorite of the one I've, I've made before. Is that the one uh, made of dirt blocks? I It started out as dirt because you replaced I, them. Yes. I replaced them with blackstone and then oh, just yeah. recently um, added a layer of blackstone stairs. Oh, cool. So you could just run up it and that took a long time to put all those on. Yeah, I bet. Um, and when I'm, the problem, why I changed it from dirt is I thought it'd be kind of cool. It's like, oh, it's like an old <laughs> decrepit. Like, was there's another mob in the game called uh, Enderman. Enderman, yeah. And they will steal your dirt. Yes, they like to steal dirt blocks and carry right. them around. And so leave the inside, them you places. can see spots of light where they were missing. And I was like, <laughs> um, well, probably my most intricate build that took the most mind power to get to turn out how I wanted. And this is actually the, the first world I made. I created this as well. was uh, the Castle Grayskull. Mm. So I have and behind me on the shelf, I have like the toy Castle Grayskull. Right. And I found online some um, artist renditions of models of how it would look. And I looked at ones from the cartoon and actual show art that was done for the cartoon 
Um, and I've my realm right now, I have a really nice one that I made that I, I really like a lot. Um, oh, also, the very first one I started building was I have a Darth Vader cookie jar on my desk at work. Mm-hmm. Lunch, so I was I. <laughs> taking measurements of it and put into AutoCAD, like a 3D model of it. Uh-huh. And then was filling like one block at a time in AutoCAD, which I would do it differently now. Mm-hmm. But I built a 3D model of it, and then that thing is enormous. And my first world, I started building it and never finished it. <laughs> because in creative, it's near impossible. Um, in creative or survival? Or survival. Um, yeah. My realm right now, using creative, I completed it. The outside. Oh, cool. So. Yeah, the, the first biggest thing I made was I, I was building the Starship Enterprise to scale. I've done that. <laughs> um, I didn't finish it though. I didn't finish the nacelles, okay. but I had the saucer section and the um, what do they call that other section? The secondary hole. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and that was when I discovered that <laughs> you know it cast a huge shadow, and yes, so underneath it the there were thing. tons yep. of monsters. Because yep. it wasn't on the ground either. I had it up in the air. Right, where it needs and to be. I had uh, used graph paper to plan out each level, each deck of it. And so I'd start at the very top that you could go as the very top of the ship. So do you have the interior created too? So I just started with the outside hull of right. the Enterprise. I was going to go back in later and put the interior, but I never got around to it. Um, this was just in some play, uh, PlayStation, or ner- yeah, yeah, PlayStation um, game that LFG and I were in. Um, so I never completed that, but it was pretty ambitious project. So no, I, when I made my cells, I filled the end caps with lava and glass to make oh. it look. And I actually built the bridge, and I built um, inside. I also built the. Um, transporter room uh-huh and so i had it when you stood on the little globe block i had or something in the transporter it had like a list of coordinates and you if you teleported using those coordinates i'd made a little ground station <laughs> teleportation room the the outside looked like a star trek insignia you know like the okay the arrow swoop thing and you'd appear in a very similar room <laughs> yeah, there that one had like coordinates to transport back into the ship. Yeah, I think I think that's only something you can do on the Java edition. I don't think you can yeah, do that in Bedrock. Teleporting is a cheat, so you have to have the cheat. That's on. true. Okay. Um, yeah, I think mine. I just had. I think I just had a huge ladder <laughs> to get up to it. I also yeah. got. I had enough redstone that I had redstone blocks that I made look like a phaser beam coming down. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you could also get up by going up the phaser beam, but <laughs> I remember one of the worlds I, I built the death star up in the <laughs> sky. I mean, it was small. The build was not very big, but uh-huh. it was up in the sky. So it looked like it was farther away. Oh, that's cool. And then I had like a green laser beam coming down out of it. <laughs> that was, yeah. Fun. So that. the biggest thing that I've built though, is I I did the same thing with an aircraft carrier. Yeah, I took I've, graph paper I and I graphed out each deck 
you know, put compartments and everything in there. And, um, and I did, I did do that. A lot of that in creative mode. I started trying to do it in survival mode, but I realized this was going to take forever if I did that. Right. It does. And so, and I did finally, I did actually complete that. And that's in the realm that you and I and LFG are so, in. At some point, I should give you the coordinates for that realm. Uh-huh. Um, I built an underground map room. Oh. That so far, I have everything that all the places where people have built and that I've got on as part of the map. Okay, cool. And I didn't realize how close that was to my city I'm building. It's pretty close to it. Um, so I fly past it all the time and see it. Cool. Um, yeah. So one of the other things with Minecraft is you have the ability to make um, simple machines using what they call redstone. If you lay redstone out on the ground, it acts as a circuit. Um, so what's have you have you done any projects using yes. redstone? What what are the biggest I, or most most interesting most, ones? <laughs> the craziest one I've built and successfully had work was I built a harvesting machine that would harvest my um, the sugar cane. Oh, okay. Paper. Mm-hmm. So I had big long lines of you know water and the sugar cane. And yeah, because it a, has to grow right next to water. Right. Underneath that had an intricate thing of um, uh, mine, mine carts that would collect everything that fell. Mm-hmm. And then I had a, a actually a flying machine I could turn on that would fly over the top at, right above the one block level up so you wouldn't destroy the base block. You mm-hmm. just take off the top and it would just go by and just knock off the top of all of the things. And then come back the other direction and just go back and forth. So you use that with pistons? Yep, there's pistons and sticky blocks. Um, I built that in creative. Okay. Not creative, in survival. Oh, in survival. Okay. I had a standalone. Um, this is kind of fun. I I mean, there's villages in there. There's like, there's, the only mobs aren't bad. There's some villager mobs. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that'll trade with you. and Right. And I like to go to villages and light them and put a wall around them to protect them from uh, monsters. Monsters, <laughs> uh, because the monsters will wipe out in a village a population of, of villagers. Yes. Um, and uh, but, sometimes yeah. it's because you are close by. Right. Because the so, way mobs spawn is they spawn within a certain radius of you, right? And and so if you're doing hanging out in a village quite a bit, um. Most time the villagers will sleep in their beds. Right. But I noticed one village that accidentally almost completely wiped out of villagers just because of my presence there. There were some underground caverns <laughs> right next to the village. And so monsters would spawn down there. And if the monsters have like a helmet on, they won't burn up in the daytime like That's they usually true. do. That's how you keep so monsters. If you want to keep one. They would come out and... Uh, kill the villagers in the daytime <laughs> so anyway yeah so this one village where i built that flying machine was right outside my wall so i had to go uh-huh. outside in the danger to play with i mean that's where my farms were yeah uh, but i found this village that had a mostly completed portal in it mm-hmm. i just need like one block to complete it so then i built a fancy house in there and actually took a lot of the villagers and moved them inside my big 
mansion so mm-hmm. that I could get trades to keep them alive. Um, anyway, that's kind of fun to take a village and make it your home <laughs> <laughs> and then protect the villagers. Yeah, I, I've built... I feel um, bad when I use them, though, villagers. Oh. Like, <laughs> I feel bad. Like, I don't want to kill them or... Like, even putting them in a small box like people do to make a villager trading thing, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, so I've... I've built, like, a... a gate for my castle that would go up and down. You know, oh, that's cool, stuff. yeah. Um, recently, I've... Uh, tried to automate my farm a little bit. So I've been, I built this, uh, so I have a farm and that's one of the things in Minecraft is you plant crops and then you can eat them. Um, I found out that if you alternate crops, so I do wheat, potatoes, wheat, potatoes, and rows, that it yeah. makes them grow faster. Yeah. And they also grow faster if bees pollinate, right. you know, fly over them after they've pollinated flowers. So I actually built a greenhouse around this farm and I've got flowers on one side, the crops, and then beehives on the other side. And then you can also collect the wax or honey and use that for things. But to automate it, I lined up a bunch of these dispenser blocks that if they receive power, they dispense what's ever in them. Right. So you put a bucket of water in there, you power them up and they will flood water out and so what happens is when the water hits the crops they pop out of the ground and then the water takes them down and so at the other end i have it funneling into this pipe that goes underground (laughs) which i'm having struggles with still because stuff gets stuck in certain spots in the pipe but anyway the pipe takes it down underneath my castle and then i have a water elevator that goes up and then over and drops the stuff in the chest. So I can go into the greenhouse, flip a lever, all the dispenser blocks open, flood the whole thing. And then I go back into my house and my food's in there waiting for me. <laughs> I played with stuff like similar to that. Um, I don't think I combined the two, but I had a place where I was like planting trees like uh-huh. every five blocks in a pattern basically with light in between them. So I was right. lighting and treeing this entire area. And I was way out working and I got tired of running back to my base when I had to offload stuff. Right. So I built a chest that I could just put stuff in and then it would drop down into an underground tunnel that took it over where my crafting area was. I've several times started building gigantic storage systems where every block has its own (laughs) chest. Right. Um, And gotten quite advanced and far in that in some of my builds. Um, yeah, because you, you store your items in a chest because you can only right. hold so many of them on your person. And it can it can uh, be pretty inefficient when you're like, where did I put that thing? <laughs> and you're looking through all your different chests. <laughs> I know I have something like that somewhere. So that kind of brings me back to when I first beat the game. Oh, yeah. Because for years I just played as, like like I said, like, Electric Legos, where I would just build things. In fact, Lego is a really good a website's a really good place to get plans if you want to build something because you can <laughs> approximate the Legos with blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to get 
these other chests that you can put inside other ones that are called uh, shulker boxes. Oh, yeah. To do that, you have to get to the end and defeat the dragon to get access to where you get those materials. Right. Which has finally convinced me to do it. Because I, I told us how the badge, I didn't even, I've never even seen the end dragon. Because <laughs> I didn't care. Uh-huh. Although now I've beat him several times. And that's always really stressful for me, those battles. <laughs> and they, yeah, I end up dying quite a bit. Yeah. So the thing, latest thing I made was a automatic pumpkin farm. Okay. And I actually, the, one of the few times I do creative mode things besides building that aircraft carrier is to go and try out different things, um, different machines. So I was, my goal was to make the smallest footprint possible to make a pumpkin farm. Okay. And so the idea is that inside one of the walls of my castle is this pumpkin farm. Because <laughs> it only needs to be like three blocks wide to work. How I got it down to. So basically what happens is there's a device that will, it's called an observer. And if anything changes um, underneath it, then it triggers um, triggers power, you know powers on and so then i put a um, piston right next to it and connected them so that when the observer goes off the piston operates and i have them side by side both facing down and then underneath them the way the pumpkins grow is the the sprout is in one block and then the pumpkin forms in the block next to it so when the sprout um, grows it activates the observer that activates the piston. Well, when the sprout finally sprouts a pumpkin, that also activates it, and the piston pushes the pumpkin through the dirt block <laughs> down okay. to a mine cart that I have going just back and forth in a straight line. And then underneath one of the mine tracks is a hopper. And so the pumpkin will go onto the track when the mine cart hits it, it picks it up, and then when the minecart goes over the hopper, it drops it in there, and the dropper deposits it in a chest. <laughs> Interesting. So I lined up a bunch of those in a row, and uh, yeah, I've yet to see it um, produce anything, just because I just built it yesterday, <laughs> and it takes a while for pumpkins to grow, but eventually yeah. my chest will start filling up with pumpkins. So, and one of my creative worlds, I, I, the previous one, the one I'm working now, I built my Idaho State Capitol building as my main building. Right. And then even built all the grounds and stuff around it. Mm-hmm. But next to that, I have I had a farm that I made it 64 blocks long each row. So when I was harvesting, I would pick up the seeds and then could just like with one stack reverse and plant again. Mm-hmm. And then I figured out how to get my pumpkins. Because I hate how they just pick a random block on the other side, and I wanted them all to line up. Right. So I made it so there was no choice but for it to go in this one block next to the plant. Uh, um, same with watermelons. I'll still occasionally get one that goes weird or won't grow. <laughs> but I could, oh, I could do so much harvesting of stuff. And then I had as next to that, I had villagers that were just farmer villagers, mm-hmm. like a trade. 
cool. had a lot of emeralds. <laughs> and that one, I had captured a bunch of other um, villagers in my basement of my Aristotle Capital building. They just go into a room and they're all in there. I couldn't confine them each to their own little thing because that still bothers me. <laughs> I did just have this room I'd go and have to try to find the one I wanted to trade with. So have you ever tried to repopulate a village with villagers? Yes, I think so. I think I've fought. There was one that was really rough because I ended up with only two villagers left. In my right. attempt to wall it and light it, I was having problems. Mm-hmm. And so I finally just at nighttime found the two houses that had the only two villagers left and replaced their doors with metal ones that they can open. <laughs> um, so to keep them safe. Uh-huh. So they were stuck in their houses until I could get it safe for them. Then I think I remember building a track from one house to the other and forcing one into a minecart and taking it over <laughs> to the other house. Um Oh, no, I didn't do that. I took both of them from that, and I built a separate building uh-huh. that I took them both to, and then put them in there and figured out how to mate them. The love shack? Oh. <laughs> yeah, basically, but it was just a big open room with you know, a bunch of beds and their trading tables. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tried that several times. I mean, villagers are they're difficult to work with sometimes. and Yeah, they don't always do what you want them to. And I'd like to use the Minecraft as a creative outlet and my creativity is more structure based. I mean, I'm a structural engineer or right. civil engineer. So I guess that makes sense that that's where my focus would be. <laughs> I'm not the greatest people person. So the builder oh. like means to an end, I guess. Yeah. So early on, if I wanted to, I'd sometimes I'd build villages and yeah, you can ask LFG about this. I've gone overboard with that sometimes. Down to <laughs> naming the streets in the village and just mass producing houses and just spreading out from a central. Yeah, it's it's been pretty crazy in the past. <laughs> but anyway, when I first started out and I'd want to populate this village, I would build these super long minecart tracks between the that my village and the closest village and like push yep. the villagers in the tr- mine carts and take them out there. But what I do now is there's a way to, they have what's called zombie villagers. Right. And there's a way that you can cure them of zombieism. And yes. so part of it is you have to brew potions, which is another part of the game. You can combine have, ingredients to make potions. You have to figure out how to make a potion. I oh, really? <laughs> I'd look it up. I need someone just to sit down and show me sometime. So I've I went ahead and in also in Minecraft, you can write things in books yes. in the game. So I wrote all the um in all the uh, recipes for potions in this book that sits right next to my um potion thing. What's it called? Brewing um, stand. Brewing stand, yeah. So then I'm like, oh, how do I make that? I just go and open up the book, and it tells me right there. I'm like, okay, that's... Yeah. Anyway, you make a potion of weakness, a splash potion of weakness, because you have to throw it at them. And then you need to have a golden apple that you feed to them. And so I've had a lot of (laughs) funny misadventures trying to do this before. (laughs) So I figured out 
Okay, I had two different ideas for zombie villager traps. Because, you know, you have you need to trap them so that they don't go anywhere while they're, you know, healing. And the worst thing you want to happen is for them to turn back into a zombie after you've cured them. <laughs> and so the first idea was, you know, I had a pit that was too deep to get out of. And uh, you have to cover it with dirt, too, so the sunlight would kill them if they're not cured by day, the daytime, you know. So it's this... It's got a covering on it. It's got this deep hole that they can't get out of. And then at the other end, I had this block hooked up to a piston. And then there is a one of those plates that if you step on it, it triggers something. Right. Trigger plate. So what I would do is I would have the zombie villagers chase me into that hole. I'd jump in the hole. And then I'd use that block to get out. And as soon as I stepped on the thing, it would get rid of the the way out so then they'd be trapped in there and i thought that worked it worked pretty good at one point i was super excited because i trapped two zombie villagers at the same time which was actually not a good idea no (laughs) because i cured i you know i started curing them both and it takes several minutes for them to cure well as soon as one of them was cured the other one turned him back into a zombie and then he got cured and that zombie that he just zombified turned him into a zombie so that didn't work very well (laughs) so then i came up with another trap that was a lot easier where you know same thing it's a pit that they can't get out of and one of the things about mobs is there's things that they can't do that you can so if you have a fence a fence is usually one and a half top blocks tall so you can't jump over it but if you put a piece of carpet on top of the fence you can jump on it and jump over it, but no mob can do that. Right. So on one end of this pit, I had a fence with carpet on the top so that I could easily get out. There was no moving parts and things like that. I thought I could do that with a ladder with cows. Yeah. Like two blocks down, but then my cows were learning not to climb a ladder. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it was became a lot easier to trap them and one by one (laughs) the worst thing though is when you're running toward that trap with the zombie following you and you get there and there's a creeper inside the trap you're like ah he made some that he got his villagers all in their little thing and then had made a system where he could run a zombie past them to zombify them Uh in a minecart or whatever and then that would be put away and then he could had a system to cure them yeah because they give you good deals if you've cured them yeah (laughs) i remember that too um one of the so what are some of the go-to things that you build when you're starting a world or making a base um or do you not start over very often? <laughs> well, I just started a new one because the one eighteen came out, so I started that oh, yeah. new one where I'm at the, in the, and because the man the landscapes are way crazier. Oh yeah, they ups are. Ups and downs are nuts. Um, so usually I start. I like castles. I'll, I'll build mm-hmm. like a tower usually, with rooms off of it. I'd like to get the place that I can, then start building, um, like an enchanting table, pretty mm-hmm. quick. Although, yeah, that's yeah. another thing is you you can enchant items 
to give them you know, yeah better properties better properties and things um once i get that enchanting table set up i'd like to then get to the nether because i want to get to netherite armor and weapons as quick as i can just make you impervious <laughs> to a lot of things like i remember the first time i had full netherite armor which is like the highest quality armor in the game now which is impervious to fire first right. time i had that on and fell into a lake of fire and then successfully swam to shore and got out and survived. Right. <laughs> which was amazing to me. Because um, I've lost so much stuff. Um, oh, right. Fire, because most things will burn up in lava. So yeah. If you lose it. And that's the worst thing is when you have a full inventory of really cool stuff and you lose everything. And it's usually mm-hmm. a horrible mishap that you're like, why did I even think that was a good idea? And usually you're so dejected that you just turn off the game at that point. <laughs> I'm it's, done yeah. for the day. <laughs> Sometimes you're so far away. Like if there's a time limit, you, if you can get to your stuff, you can get it back. Right. But you got to be able to find it. Mm-hmm. My newest one is that they have these huge caves and caverns. Oh, right. And I died in there and I couldn't find my way back to where it was. <laughs> because as you're dying, if you're smart, you did F3, which brings up the menu that shows your coordinates. Uh, if you're quick enough, you can do that and you can remember the coordinates you're at. As or you're you can just play with the coordinates always showing. <laughs> I think that's a mod you have to do. I don't think so. Well, it isn't in Bedrock. Okay. I, At least on my Xbox, it's always up there. That'd be nice. Because the big menu that shows all your stats are, kind of takes up all your view of your screen. <laughs> so um, my son and I, you know, my, me and my kids have been playing a lot together recently, but... My son and I w- set out to get this netherite stuff, and you craft it using what's called ancient debris that's right. in, found in the nether. And so we had come up with different ways to mine this ancient debris because it's kind of um, rare; it's not abundant. Yep. So the way he came up with was just make a bunch of dynamite, um, which. You know, you have to have a lot of gunpowder to make that, and you get gunpowder by killing creepers. So it's not something that's easily renewable quickly, you know. (laughs) Right. But I had stacks of it, so I gave him some, and he made all this dynamite. And so he would go into the nether, tunnel in, set off some dynamite. It would blow this big cavern open, and it doesn't destroy the ancient debris. So then he'd look around, see if there's any, and then he'd go on and do do it again. And so... That seemed to work fairly well. And so I had this idea, hey, what if we use beds? Because <laughs> if you try to sleep in them, they explode. Beds are way yep. easier to get than um, uh, dynamite. Because you just, especially when you have a whole bunch of sheep, you just go and shear them a bunch of times. And anyways, <laughs> it's a little bit slower than the dynamite. But... I found it's kind of dangerous too because there's lots of pockets of lava <laughs> right. in the nether, and if you explode it near a pocket of lava, pretty soon that whole cavern's full of lava. <laughs> That's for sure. And uh, but then the we found another um, option, and that is just mining in a straight line. <laughs> Strip mining, yeah, yeah, and it helps if you have enchanted. Pickaxe. I was going to say, efficiency and unbreaking and mending and all that kind of stuff. YouTube as a resource. Oh, yeah. 
because I've seen guy and actually guy did a statistical analysis on the quickest way to find netherite and doing those three methods you just talked about. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it, uh, if you just start like a three by three tunnel with enchanted mining equipment, that's like instant mining almost, that is the most efficient way to do it. Yeah. Honestly, the most fun way to do it. The beds are pretty fun because it <laughs> is very dangerous. It feels like you're playing well, with it. You are playing with fire because you fire get a little literally. damage every time because <laughs> you have to stand close enough to trigger it. And that's, I was using like blocks of um, leaves between me and the bed. Oh, yeah. Kind of uh, blunt some of the blast. <laughs> but yeah, one of the things that I have started building in, in all my um, bases is the water elevator. Oh, yeah, water elevator is the best. The way that works is you there's a special kind of block you can find in the nether called soul sand. Yes. And any water on top of that soul sand um, flows upward. Well, if it's a source block. Right. So you build, you know, a vertical shaft and you put source blocks all the way up. And then when you get in the bottom, it shoots you to the top. Yep. Another way you can do that is if you use seaweed and grow that, that will turn all the water blocks in the source. That's, that's how I do it, because that's yeah. way faster. Um, then you hope you don't drown when you're putting it in on a really tall one, because that's like oh, a 90-block right. elevator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was close. I was taking damage by the time I got to the top with my... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I like to build is an automatic um, stone making thing right so when you mine stone with a regular pickaxe it turns to cobblestone and if you cook cobblestone in an oven it'll turn back into stone so i have all these systems set up where i just load a chest full of cobblestone and my preferred cooking thing is to use buckets of lava yeah because you can get you can cook a hundred things with that and so then i load another chest up with buckets of lava and they both feed into the oven, and then it drops into another chest. Yeah, I so. use that for, yeah, I build one that's like, yeah, double oven one, where it has like a single chest. You throw all the stuff you want cooked in. Yeah. And it has side hoppers that dump in your fuel. Yeah. And then a bottom one where it all comes out. And that way you can just go dump stuff in. And so, yeah, that is one thing I'd usually build in every, every single. And then I put a stone cutter next to it. Like I said, rooms of sorting to sort stuff into it. I like <laughs> yeah. sorting. I I haven't gone overboard with the sorting thing, but I do have chests with uh because you can put a picture frame that has an item on it to show what's right. in the chest. And I'll do a triple stack of chests that are offset. The middle one's pushed out. Uh huh. And then you connect them with uh, hoppers. Oh. So then you get three chests worth of material that you can just throw them in the top one and it sorts down and then you pull them out of the bottom one and it just filters in. That's cool. Um, so I've done that a lot. I haven't done that in my current world I'm doing in, but I'm starting to get to the point where I'm starting to collect enough materials. I'm starting to think about what I'm going <laughs> to do to do that. Yeah, I've, 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 I've seen I've, people that have like huge sorters where they, everything just dumps into one main thing and then it actually sorts them out for them. But mm-hmm. It seems very complicated redstone. Right. Um, that I've, I've played with a little bit. But sure, there's tutorials for it. <laughs> it freaks me out trying to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so with 
with all that stone I'm producing, um, I turn it into stone bricks. And that's how I get all the material to make that seven kilometer long road <laughs> that I made between my base and Little Pold's base in our realm. <laughs> I do a lot of road building. <laughs> well, and my the fun thing now is I go with a shovel and just smash down and make paths. Right. <laughs> I like to do that too. Yeah, the road building's fun, especially when you're like, you know, you're grading the road and, you know, you make yep. the slopes you know, not too steep of slopes. And if the, you know, you can put up <laughs> stone walls to hold back some of the dirt and, <laughs> and build bridges over waterways and tunnels through mountains. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. I was um, making railroad bridges, like based on real life bridge designs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So another thing that we do, we like to do is. Um, distance is different in the nether compared to the normal world. It's one eighth. Yes. So what we do is we build portals to the nether and then we build tunnels with railroad tracks um, to the portal that's connected to somebody else's that's, base. That's how I moved villagers once. Oh, through the nether. And yeah. so that's sort a pretty, pretty fast way to get around. But uh, my son and I found an even faster way. <laughs> so he figured out, well, he started breeding horses. Okay. So there's three attributes horses have. How fast they are, their ability to jump, like how high they can jump, and then the health, how much health they have. And there's a complicated formula when you're breeding horses, you know, to figure out how fast or um, how high they can jump. And so he went through this whole breeding program where he got... The, some of the fastest horses you've ever seen. Uh, it got to the point that the horses were so fast that he couldn't get them to breed with each other. Oh, <laughs> so he ended up putting them in mine carts and then would push the mine carts together to get him to breed more fast <laughs> horses. <laughs> so the way we get around now, that's so when I say seven kilometer long road, that's basically 7,000 blocks <laughs> distance. And so what we do is we take these fast horses that we've bred, take them into the nether, and just run down the tunnel. And I can get from my house to Little Pole's house, which is 7,000 blocks, in less than, like, in about 45 seconds. <laughs> By riding this horse down the tunnel. <laughs> nice. So that's pretty fun. I've, I've, there's shows where I've seen guys like, um, what's it called? Hermitcraft. Right. Where they, there's ways to break through the top of the nether. Oh. So you can get on top, everything's just flat. Mm hmm. And so once you get up there, you can put, all, if once you, you can tie your portals to that area, and then everything's a straight shot without having to mine, which is what they do. Oh, that, that would be a quicker way. Um, but I like your horse method. There's also like, <laughs> I guess if you get ice or packed ice or something with a boat yeah. and certain things, they can make those go really super fast. Mm. Um, teleporting for me is the fastest. Make yeah. Coordinates of places I, I want to go and I, teleport it's there. It's not really an option for how I play. So. Like my realm, I don't remember the coordinates, but I remember that if I go to 100, 100, 100, <laughs> I'm close enough to the, the starting thing. So when I made my realm, 
because um, after watching Hermitcraft, I really was interested in collaboration in game with real people mm-hmm. that I, I know and like, which was fun for a while until everyone stopped going in. But I made like a Stargate right at the spawn. Oh, port. right. Right. So it looked like we'd just come into this world from like a Stargate or something. <laughs> um, that was really fun. But yeah, getting around is interesting. I built uh, some huge tunnels made out of glass under the ocean. Oh, yeah. In our realm to get places. That took a lot of effort. Yeah. <laughs> Dealing with water like that. Did you have sponges or did you have to fill it up, up and I had sponges. it out by hand? I was okay. doing creative, which made it easier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, with sponges, you can set a dry sponge in an area and it would soak up all the water. Then you just cook it and dry it out again to use it again. Um, so another method thing I've used Minecraft for, which is unusual and not many people probably have done this, is mapping Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> locations. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, in fact, you were one of the games I was DMing where I had a beholder layer built. Yeah. It's in our, it's in that server or the um, realm, um, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've recently finished like I have another one that involves uh, a house with a big huge dungeon underneath it basically I finished mapping all of that recently mm. I'm in Minecraft and yeah that's fun yeah another thing that I've done in this current realm that I'm playing with my kids is I've gone and made um giant size made buildings basically that are shaped like different mobs that are in the game oh that's cool yeah so i have this huge sea turtle building and what i did is i got on the internet and saw found a picture of the mob and you can actually see the pickle pixels right and so you using graph paper i map out you know what the different pixels are and try to get as close a color a block that's the color as close as I, I can to you know the actual color of the animal <laughs> so i've built a sea turtle and a dolphin um should build a self-portrait of my guy yeah that'd be cool <laughs> so that's been pretty fun um i still haven't outfitted the interior of them like the sea turtle is supposed to be in this aquarium so I've got underwater, there's glass underneath the water, so you can I've bred see the sea life. A while. Mostly you can see drowns, which are underwater mobs that try to kill you. but <laughs> Or do kill you if you find one early in the game, just in a river that has, like, tridents. Oh, yeah. So I remember the first time I realized that those mobs were a thing when they first were added to the game. I've got I would to kill just... one. Really? I get killed by them all the time. Huh. They figure anyway, out a way to do it. I was exploring. <laughs> I was in this little boat going down this river. Yeah. And I'd stopped to do something. And I, all of a sudden I start taking damage. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and I turn around and this mob is throwing tridents at me. <laughs> yes. So that was my first, I'm like, what? The water's not safe anymore. No, it's not. Cause before you could just go in the water at night and there's, I can't wait There's, till they add sharks. Mobs are, are slower in the water, you know, except for these drowns. They swim after you. 
Wow, I can't believe you haven't actually ever killed one. Maybe I have, but yeah, I, they're just really annoying. Yeah, I I kill them all the time. In fact, I have lots of different tridents. <laughs> Apparently, I I've never gotten a trident from one. Maybe let's just say that. Oh, okay. Because they don't always drop them if you kill yeah. them. So I guess there's an enchantment you can put on a trident that will call lightning yeah. during a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. I made one like that, but I've yet to experience a thunderstorm so I could use it. <laughs> thunderstorm also makes, uh, what, skeleton horses? Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, if I hit a horse with this during a lightning storm, would it turn it into a skeleton horse? I think it does. So, I've been waiting for there to be a thunderstorm, because I'm like, oh, it's raining, and I run out with my train and start killing mobs, and it's like, Nothing's happening. I guess it needs to be a thunderstorm. See, Minecraft shows to me something that happens in my life a lot. I tend to be obsessive in my personality. Yeah, and really? I would like to collaborate <laughs> with real people more often, but it's hard to find people of the same issue that I have. <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't know if, like, the realm, if people just, like started to see how much I was building and like, well, I can't keep up with that. So why even try? I don't know. <laughs> well, I started making a cityscape in that realm. There's, I don't know if oh, you've yeah. seen roads, skyscrapers yep. I've started. Those are mapped. Got roads. Map. But the thing for me is now I have it on Xbox. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to, cause, okay. So I, I don't like playing it with the keyboard. So when I was playing it on my laptop and in the room with you guys, I had it set up so I could use the Xbox controller with the laptop. But it's just so much easier just to flip on the Xbox and start playing. In the realm, there were four of us that wouldn't kill the dragon together. Two of our nephews and LG and I. It was hard to get everyone on at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, I I have such varied interests that it's hard to <laughs> get people to do it the level I want to. All right. Well, um, we may have only kept the hardcore Minecraft listeners to this point, but <laughs> do you have any consumption? Um, yeah, I finished, uh, what did I watch? Doing a lot of Minecraft. (laughs) I got this new world I'm playing in, and it's kind of fun. Consuming Um, a lot of Minecraft? Yeah, I'm trying to think what the... Let me open up the topics, like, see what I talked about last week, to see if... I finished (laughs) Super Crooks. I watched the newest Wheel of Time. And the newest Hawkeye. So, yeah, I just continued on what... Oh, I finished book six of Wheel of Time. Which, what's the name of that one? I forget. That one is... Um, hold on, let me look. Um, the new one I'm on is Seven, and that's Crown of Swords, I think. Okay. Let me, dang it. I'm trying to get my phone to do what I want. A lot of war stuff going on. Yeah. Which I'm enjoying. Oh, the other one's called Lord of Chaos. Okay, yeah. And then now I'm on a Crown of Swords. Yeah, I might want to start rereading that series again when I finish the Dresden Files. 
I'm really enjoying it. Um, so the, the TV show I'm, I'm quite enjoying. I actually found somebody at work that has read the books and has, is, in, is also watching the show. Mm-hmm. And we had a good conversation about it. Yeah, I have a coworker like that too. Um, the only problem is at my advanced age, I have a hard time hearing sometimes. Oh. And the person, my coworker that has seen it, she talks very softly. And especially with a mask on, it's almost impossible for me to understand what she's saying or to hear what she's saying. <laughs> right. So. But. Yeah, it's funny. We watch an episode of that and then we go to YouTube and find this YouTube channel where this gal explains the differences between the show and the book. <laughs> yeah, I read the first book so long ago and I was alternating it with the Sanderson series. Uh-huh. And so a lot of the TV show I'm watching, like, is that? I don't think that's how it was. Or wait, did they just totally skip Camelin? Yeah. Go right to Tarvalon? <laughs> what is going on here? Um, and yeah, it's been a long time since I read them. <laughs> yeah, right. They replaced the old like mentor of his that was a blacksmith with the his wife. He's way too young to be a master blacksmith. What's going on? And then he killed her. <laughs> what? Yeah, but I was like, well, I could see they do that to set up certain personality traits later for the character. Yeah, um, it's it's almost like they're like, uh, fifteen books. I don't think we but, can. No, but then shorten like, it up. <laughs> They were shorting it up quite a bit. And then I was talking to my friend, the last two episodes, they spent so much time on something that's barely in the book with this funeral and all this other stuff. I was like, Oh, right. Like get back to what the book is. Although (laughs) don't go so quick that I can't outpace you with the books because. (laughs) So it does, it does kind of make me think of, um, the game of Thrones books compared to the show. I've not read Game of Thrones, but yeah, I've heard that as well. Yeah. um, I would suggest to go read the Game of Thrones books, but we're still waiting for George R.R. Martin to come out with the next book. So I I don't want you to to get frustrated to read up to that point (laughs) and just have to wait. (laughs) I might take a break from reading after I finish The Wheel of Time for a little bit. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because it's like destroying... Like I meant to go to bed way earlier than I did. And I thought, okay, well, I, I have my, I planned out how much sleep I was going to get. It's set my alarm. So I was like, okay, I'll read for 20 minutes. <laughs> now we're in 20 minutes later. Right. I finally had to shut it off and force myself to try to sleep. Yeah. And so the other thing I'm also watching is grim. I'm into the oh. second season and it's I pretty good. Way into that. Yeah. It's funny reading grim reading watching Grimm and reading dresden files oh yeah that's probably i start getting them mixed up wait which one's in chicago which one's in portland yeah (laughs) yeah but they're both kind of similar theme yeah i'm easily just uh, like the white cloaks i can't remember which stupid white cloak is what dude's name oh yeah um that's why i like the amazon yeah i I pause it and it shows me who's in the scene and then i can see their name written out and i can remember okay because a lot of them are pronounced different than I was maybe doing in my head. Yeah. Um, so that's a handy feature. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, do you got any nerd cred? I mean, we've talked for an hour about Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nerdy. Um, yeah, I just uh, 
finished cutting all my pieces out for my um, pinned connection kayak canoe rack that I'm building. Um, I actually hurt myself. Uh-oh. Uh, last Friday, I was I was nearing completion of cutting all the pieces out, and luckily it was on any rotating machinery. I'd used like six different saws at that day and my drill press. And I got these new drill bits that got stuck in the wood really easily if there was a knot or anything. Mm. So trying to get unhooked from this drill bit from the wood, I was hitting the edge of the wood and then ran my thumb along the edge of the drill bit, which is oh, very sharp. Yeah. It laid it laid it right open. Thanks. Um, but super glued to the rescue. <laughs> I had to go to the store and buy super glue, but it, once it was super glued, it didn't hurt. Hmm. And then I've had total use of it. When I bump into things with it, it hurts a little bit because, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, but before the podcast or podcast today, I was down there finishing cutting all the pieces. So now I just gotta assemble it. Pieces assemble. Um, the pins I have are parts of an old crib. You know the dowel parts, mm-hmm. the bars of the crib that I've had. So once again, I'm trying to use scrap material I have around in my garage trying to get yeah. rid of it. <laughs> That's why I went with the pin connections. Um, so I got to glue and pin all of them and then figure out how to get it back in the backyard. And hopefully it works. If it doesn't work, it, it will work. I will just have to put some screws in it. But I'm trying to not put screws and just use pins. Dowels. <laughs> we'll see how it works. Interesting. Cool. So, um, my wife was watching me build my pumpkin farm in Minecraft. And so I was explaining to her how it worked. <laughs> She's like, wow, you have to be some kind of engineer to understand Minecraft, apparently. <laughs> yes. But um, I, w- I wanted to relate a text message um, back and forth I had with my kids who are in Europe this week. Um touristing around and uh we had just watched taken and so i I sent a text saying how's everything going do you need someone with a particular set of skills (laughs) and my son-in-law replied good luck (laughs) because that's what the terrorist replies in the movie (laughs) and so i'm like i think i could do pretty good unless you have a double-sided lightsaber (laughs) because <laughs> you know Liam Neeson was right both in Taken and was Qui Gon Jinn in Star Trek. Star My theory is he's the same character in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty nerdy um, conversation. It is. <laughs> all right. Well, let's see, I'm trying to get to the awkward ending. If you want to contact us, send an email to engineerdshow at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Engineerdy Show. Um, for an ad-free version of the show or to buy an Engineerdy Show t-shirt, head over to theengineerdyshow.com. Um, thank you for listening. Stay nerdy. Uh, live long and nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> you have been and always shall be my friend. Bye. So you can
bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it again. Most guitars are made of trees. With some L for the strings. And some frets and two neat things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. You know me so, you've seen it all before. Looking at me stuck in a tree. Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore. Something multiplied by a three. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it again. Yeah, that one's easy. Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 